0: Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert?
1: Hey, Monica.
0: How are you? Great. How are you doing? Good. Where it's like I feel like where's Waldo? Where are you right
1: now? <laughs> I'm in Spain right now. I just left Portugal a couple of days ago.
0: Now this is airing. You you might even be home by now. But right now, Jen is so dedicated to the listeners of Real Estate Fight Club that she has hopped on here at eight o'clock at night. With our dear friend Kevin Yoder, who is back for now back another again. What's up, Kevin?
2: Hey, listen, you two. I'm ready to fight with you on something today. Huck and up. I appreciate the opportunity to be on here again. It's been a little bit, but the last time we did this, I had a ball, and hopefully we left your listeners better off than we found them. You, you came to
1: this. get beat back up, huh, Kevin? Yeah. Can't Just get be kidding.
0: Oh, Kevin I got down. Kevin came down with some serious FISBO knowledge. And if you guys did not catch that episode, go back. It's not too far back, but it's one of the better episodes we've ever done on like an actual uh, technique for production. And
1: it even caused Monica to call some
0: Fizbo's. Yeah. Whoa. And then that, and then that ended. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey! and then today though, I can help with that because we had the activity part, which right. is the Fizbo's like calling, picking up the phone. And then today we're going to hit the other part, which is the reason why people actually don't. Up the
0: phone. yes I like, I like fear it. laziness tie that back in all right, right guys right. thanks for joining us for another episode of real estate fight club we love that you tune in every week and we love even more when you subscribe and share yes yeah
1: for sure if you want like, monica to love you
0: you need to subscribe correct correct it is the cost of my love yes subscriptions <laughs> all right So today, Jen and I and Kevin are all going to...
1: I feel like this is going to be you guys um, against me this time, which is fine.
0: Right against wrong is what that... Oh my God. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Do your thoughts actually, I mean, actually determine your outcome or your results? Do your thoughts actually determine your results? And I'm so glad we're talking about this today because Kevin is not only a student of mindset in general as a coach, as a real estate coach, but he is particularly knowledgeable about um, Bob Proctor's program, Thinking into Results. Right, Kevin?
2: Oh, yeah. I've been a part of Bob's program for a good part of three years now. And having gone through it myself, I would say upwards of 20 times uh, as a student who is also coaching and facilitating the program. So I would say I'm not a master. At the same time, I'm someone who is involved, heavily involved, and is a I'm a product of the product. So I'm, I'm just coaching you're on. I actually apply this to my life in this.
1: You're I definitely close and to being a master than closer than we are.
0: Closer than we are for sure. Um, and full disclosure, I'm in Kevin's program. I'm taking the program. Probably haven't been as diligent as it sounds like Kevin has, but I've really enjoyed it. So Jen, you're in for it because. I'm this proud. stuff just makes sense. And Bob didn't just make this up. I mean, he learned from the best of the best of the best, the creators of this personal growth space, right, Kevin?
2: Yeah. And so you can see over my shoulder here, they can grow rich. It's been around for a hundred, oh, about a century. And Bob Proctor was a student of that. In fact, he carried around that book. He probably had it with him when he died. I, I'm pretty sure he did. He had the original version that was handed to him as he was in his 30s. And he died in his uh, 80s. So think about that. It was bound with a rubber band, the original copy. Someone that handed to him said, they said to him exactly like this, Bob, your way isn't working. Why don't you try mine? Hello. He said the author of this book spent the good part of 30 years writing it and researching. Might it be a good idea that you spend the rest of your life learning it? He told that story over and over and over again. So there it is. And the reason why that he said it that way is because constant space repetition, you hear an idea one time, it does not sink in. Yeah. You hear it twice, three times, four times. We begin to actually believe and incorporate only that which is repeated with emotion Mm -hmm. and certainty. So we we talk a little bit more about that today. So
1: do you think though it also requires you to realize that what you're doing isn't working?
2: Yeah, well, that's interesting that you say that because if you think about the title of thinking into results, we always say, look at your, observe your results and be honest with yourself. Take an honest assessment of what your results are and then reverse engineer it back to the thoughts that create the actions which produce those results. There's always a cause and effect relationship here. If the results are not ideal, if that bank account balance is not where you really want it to be, not that BS story you told yourself about you're okay and settling in for that. We're talking about what you really want and that result is not there. It is traced back to your actions, which produce those results, which were caused by the thoughts that we were thinking and the feelings we're having. There's the formula. So, yes, but you have to have that awareness, but you have to be honest with yourself. And I'm not talking... See, that's, that's the hard part, is this is all about awareness. Being aware of where you really are, an honest assessment, and then asking yourself, are you able and willing to do whatever it takes to make a change? Right. So that, that result Why is, is
0: it so hard, hard, hard to... Why <laughs> is it so easy, yes. Monica? Nice. No. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to ask it in a different way. But why do people struggle with the assessment aspect of that?
2: You know, it's interesting you asked that too. Everything's interesting to me by the You're interesting. You're, you're <laughs> fascinating. But your questions are great because it just opens up the door to this conversation even more. So thank you for asking it. The program that I am coaching entrepreneurs with globally, thinking into results, it's ironic for me to observe students going through the program. I have students that, are, that I coach personally with this particular program, and they are, from the minute we hit go, they're on. And I can tell that they have committed to the material and becoming a product of the product. I've had people say to me, Kevin, this has to work. Something like they're desperate,
1: for, the yeah, desperate, desperate like this for what they to- want. Yes. They
2: they are they're willing to do whatever it takes, and it's a humble, open heart. And then I watch them as they go through the program. They're doing the exercises. They're asking their questions. They're showing up on the facilitations. They're going to the Q and As. They're bugging me. I say bugging in a good way. I love to be bugged about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Texting calls. Hey, what does this mean? How do I fit this into pleasantly
1: persistent? Is what I Whoa. like to
2: call it. I love it. I love it. It's not bothering at all. So, but the irony is this. I just shared this a couple of times last week. The irony is that the program itself, and this isn't all about the program, but it happens to be fit right in Mm -hmm. your question, is that it's designed by definition, thinking into results to change one's predisposition towards laziness or lack of follow through. And so if someone starts something like that, those, we call them paradigms, paradigms are like the thought habits that are running the show. If those are so big and so steep that one can't even, follow through with the program, you're screwed.
1: I think you're even screwed before that because it's something you said and it's something that I've learned myself. If somebody asks you a direct question, do you have the amount of money in your bank account that you desire? And if you don't say either yes, if you don't say yes, then it doesn't matter the whole effing story that you're about to tell me about why you don't have it. Nobody cares and you still don't have it.
0: Have yeah. you eaten dinner yet in
1: Spain? Are they <laughs> I'm eating you? I'm just what saying he was said. like, it doesn't matter your BS story. You said yeah. that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. In a nicer way. <laughs> but I mean, so if you're saying that,
0: then you already know. Why? I'm Guys, I'm looking for the disconnect.
1: What okay, is so it here, about? Here, let, let me share this with
2: you. This, will, this might be helpful. There was a, I did a speech on this last week in Toastmasters. The title of my speech was, what do you think about most of the time? That was the title of my speech.
1: Real estate. I
2: started this. No, no. Well, it could be. And it Mm -hmm. could be the following. More specifically this. What about real estate? So the study was done by University of Penn. There's a 22-year study. Now we're spending over two decades. 350,000 entrepreneurs and business people and professionals. They were asked one question. What do you think about most of the time? That's the question. So here's the answer. This is really interesting. So the top 10% of individuals in terms of success and income, they answered this very simple question. This way. What they think about most of the time is what they want and how to get it most of the time. Yeah. In other words, the preponderance of their thoughts. In other words, we're sitting here, we have thoughts flying in and out of our head all day long. But the balance of their thoughts, the preponderance of their thoughts, their predisposition is to go to what do I want and how am I going to get it? When it's else like a funnel.
1: It? it like makes yes. it clear. It like yes. sets up boundaries yes. and borders. And it's like, Nothing else matters because I'm going that way.
2: That's right. And um, Napoleon said, I see only the objectives, the obstacles must give way. Yes. What else do they think about all the time? So they think about what I want, how to get it. They also think about where am I going and how to get there. So now you see this this preponderance of forward-facing moving forward towards an objective. Mm-hmm. And Earl Nightingale said that success is the worthy, is the progressive realization towards a worthy ideal. What that means is a worthy ideal is a big-ass goal. Like,
1: yeah.
2: I'm moving towards something or a couple yes. things that are really big,
1: right? There's like intensity. So,
2: yeah, of course there is. And so if you do the research on goal setting, you find out that this is not just like New Year's resolutions and all that crap. We are literally wired to move towards things. In the absence of a clearly defined goal, we find ourselves strangely loyal to life's trivialities. What that means is that you don't have a big-ass goal. This is the goal. It's a mouse. But let's say I'm moving towards the mouse. Okay, this is my... I wake up... You guys ever seen Minions?
1: Yeah. You know the Minions movie? Yeah,
2: Yeah, but like, well, they had a very clear goal. They needed to find their leader. Now, what sucked about their leader is they killed them off every time they found a leader, right? But without that goal of the leader... We do that to our goals.
1: Right. We're like, they're right there.
2: When they stopped looking for a leader, when they found themselves in that cave for like five years they were literally like bashing each other in the face and like laying down and crying, like falling down because they didn't have a reason, a purpose. So we're like that. Without a goal, we're like a bike that just goes, okay, falls over. So got to move towards something. So that leaves the other 90%. What the hell do they think about all the time? Now these were deemed to be the less successful or the mediocre by virtue of this 22 year study. That's a lot of time and that's a lot lot of of freaking people, right? Yeah. So they said that unsuccessful people think about what they don't want
0: most of the time.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want this, but let me talk about it and fester the hell out of it and right. make it a big right that's insane. That. What else? They think about what they're worried about most of the time. Ooh, worry and unwanted things. Finally, probably the one of the most frustrating things for the in their lives is they think about what they think about things that happened in the past that make them angry. Mm-hmm. So now we're living in the past. And then finally they think about who's to blame for that.
1: Oh, it's not them. Mm-hmm
2: can i blame for this problem that's my life right now right i think about what i don't want so i'm always moving towards what i don't want i'm always festering about the past and blaming other people so you can see how this would somehow manifest in their experience so top people think about what they want how to get it and failures think about what they don't want and who's to blame for it. so what you think about most of the time and hopefully i'm getting on the pushing on the button here monica is based on determined by your self-concept the self-concept Mm-hmm. This is so, it's such an important, this is the, probably the biggest breakthrough in psychology. If we can understand the self-concept, we can accomplish anything that we want in our lives because it's broken into three parts. The self-concept is three parts There's a triad here. So I'm going to slow it down just for a second and then we'll wrap back around in a minute. Okay. It's broken into three parts. Number one is your self-ideal. Now your self-ideal and your values kind of go together. This is like, okay, this is who I aspire to be. Yeah. These are the things that I want in my life. And there's an aspirational aspect here, which is like, this is who I'm striving to be. But mm-hmm. I also, these are also what I value. I value these things. And so that's a big deal. So if you have, and successful people have very clear, very clear values. They're very clear on the things they value and those things that they are aspiring to we be. We need to talk
1: about it. how to get clear. I don't know if that yeah. is a, that's a whole other podcast. It's a whole nother podcast. Oh, oh but go th- ahead.
2: It's important because failures, I know that's a broad term and it's highly subjective, but they're very fuzzy about these things. Mm-hmm. Very fuzzy. Like, you know, what is it? You don't stand up for anything. You'll fall for anything, whatever. But right. you see that? Like you're very clear about that. So it almost like requires us then to get clear if we mm-hmm. know them, if we know the study behind this. And then the second one is the self-image. Now, Monica, this is the lesson that we're in this, this two week period. In thinking and results, the self-image is the—it's the sort of person I conceive myself to be. It's the person that we see in the mirror when we're being honest with ourselves. When we lay our head our head on our pillow; it is that really true underneath. It's the premise of all that we accomplish because we cannot run the self-image, we cannot work it, we cannot hustle it. There's one key word that you can write down when you think thinking of the self-image, and that's that's consistency. Consistency and also the think of the image of the thermostat. Here's how these two things go together. We can, we will always act consistent mm-hmm. with our self image. In other words, if I truly conceive myself mm-hmm. to be a success and worthy of success, I will act in accordance with that self image. Now, I could say those words, but deep down inside if I don't really truly right. believe that I'm worthy of that. Right.
1: It, and that was going to be like my sticking point. Cause you guys are talking about mm-hmm. like thinking into results and it's like, well, yeah, but you have to act like you have yes. to move. Like you can't just be like, so, oh, so let's, let's, let's do it. That's
2: exactly right. So here's the thing though. People say like, well, it's hard work or it's, it's a really grind. Well, think about this for a second. If we're always acting consistent with our self image, then the actions that flow from that image are natural. Yeah. They're natural. So if I'm at a 72 degrees and I need to get to 90 to accomplish my big, lofty, worthy ideals, I'm simply acknowledging that I have a delta between where I am and we need to go. I need to adjust the thermostat. Because if I just go out and start taking action, I'm going to stop. I'm going to literally get pulled back. It's called a snapback effect. Your self-image is like, hey, that's but not you.
1: This is also where who you surround yourself with matters, right? Because this is like, at least for me, it's like, okay, I have this like ideal of myself, right? And then then I got there and it was like, okay, what's next? And it wasn't until I surrounded myself with new people and had a new environment like with with you guys that it was like, oh, there's like so much more. Like it can be way bigger
0: and other people have done it too. And I can do it too. And Um, and talk about that snapback though. Too, I agree, Jen. And surrounding proximity to people—it's, I mean, it's like the air you breathe. Yeah, but yeah. W- yeah. W- yeah. W- they- snap back Bob, thing. Yeah. How do you resolve your self-image so you don't snap back?
2: Look, you guys are right. Bob would always, Bob would always say that your environment is more, or impactful on your life than your genetics. There's a reason yeah. why that's okay. It's so true. So, Monica, look at where we just came from last week. We're surrounded by six thousand of the best agents in the world. But then we have modeling that happens. If I think I'm rocking and rolling and just kicking butt and then I watch someone else like, wait a minute. Like, Oh, that's how awesome right. is done. Right. Yes. And then you, you just level, you just you, level like, have right a up. model.
1: If then you can like follow yes. that. It's like, you can't see yes. how you can get there and then you see the other mm. person and you're like, Oh, yes. that doesn't yes. let look let show- that hard.
0: So if I can be vulnerable here for a minute, when I'm in growth mode and I'm trying something new and I go forward and snap back because it's not matching my self-image and I do it again and again and again, and snap back, snap back. Now my self-image is that I try things and I don't, I'm not consistent and I give up. Oh, this is who I am. I just am a person that gives up.
2: Yeah. So that is so important. You just said that this feeds into two things. So thank you for bringing that up. Think of a table, think of a table and it has length of course to support it. Now, every time this, this is the, really the third part of the equation by the way, So the third part of the equation is your self-esteem. This is the core of the Mm self-concept. And so this is the most important thing to know about your (laughs) self-esteem right here. It's almost like you know exactly what to say to bring on the next thing that I was going to share. So thank you for that. We're we're definitely connected (laughs) here. This this wasn't scripted. So this is the idea. So the self-esteem, it improves the more you act in alignment with your self-ideal. And so you're putting legs under a table that supports. I'm the sort of person who follows through with shit. When I make a commitment, it is like glue. I do not fold. I do not bend. I will be there at five. Come hell, I said hooker crook last time. You guys made fun of me. So that. <laughs> Come hell or high water. See, yeah, when you make a committed decision, so every time you do that, you put a leg under the table, supports that, and you get this about this. So. The more you take action every day that's in alignment with your self ideal, oh, this is so important, the more you like yourself, the more you like yourself because you're, you're in alignment. You say, this is the sort of person I am, right? This is what successful people do. Mm-hmm. Well, then if I do the do, like Jennifer was saying, you got to take action. Well, when you take action, you're literally supporting that belief system. One, what's his name? Oh, gosh, he wrote the book on Atomic Habits. What's it? James Clear, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he said that you're casting a vote for the sort of person you conceive yourself to be. Every time you follow through with it, it's a matter of willpower at some point, right? But it's even about like
1: writing it down, right? Like it's even like, okay, I, because for me, it's like, yes, that, that sounds lovely, but like I need that evidence, right? So it's like, okay, if I'm the sort of person that sticks with shit, then every day I'm like, okay, what did I stick with today? What did I, like whatever I'm working on and like write it down and like, I'm trying to think of, I just did this exercise about something and it literally, I just did it and I already forgot it because I, it like worked so well. I like moved on. But it's like just for a couple of days, like just writing it down, like what did I do that was in line with the leg of the table in line with that habit? And then it's like, oh, then my brain was like, oh, there is evidence. You are that. Okay, next.
2: Yeah. Yeah, then you're connecting the dots between the action and the result. And then you have those, that's a, that's a new neural pathway, by the way. I, you learn, here's when you learn. You know, you talk about empathy, you talk about kindness. Well, these are just concepts, Mm -hmm. you know, you you, just, these are just words. Now, how do you learn when you actually are empathetic Mm -hmm. in the moment of empathy? You literally created a neural pathway in your brain Mm -hmm. that says, it looks like this. You ever see Joe Dispenza's work? He shows us what learning looks like. Look, it looks like this. Er, I'll say, it's like, look right there, right there, right there. Boom. That's learning. So you learn by doing. It's fascinating (laughs) stuff. So you have to follow through with that every single day. And by the way, the five-minute journal is something that I use every day. It's in the morning. It's five minutes in the morning. What am I grateful for? What would make today great? And then also three, I think there's three affirmations. Like you, you whatever you want to write that at night, you say what made today great.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you write down the things that made today great. So there's a practical example of doing But Like that. if you're so working
1: then, on like your self-esteem, it's like whatever that means for you and writing those things down as the prompt of what made it great, like how you did align with those, that value that you're yeah. seeking. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And so yes, exactly. And, and so to be specific too about the self-image of Monica, because you asked and it's no, it's no small coincidence. That's the lesson that we, I, we happen to be in right now in the program oh. is the, ex, the, the exercise. Oh, the exercise Somebody is... Somebody to go to class. You, you write down attributes of people that you admire. Mm-hmm. What are some attributes like strength, confidence, voice clarity what if you want to be a public speaker i think clarity of voice would be a good one right and so we're not trying to mock or mirror people specifically but just those pull out those attributes right and then today i'm going to install that thing today Mm. right now and guess what remember look Mm -hmm. right so you learn once you do it you learn then you have to do it again Mm -hmm. and again and again until such time that that table has so many effing legs underneath it, there's nothing that's going to knock it. Look, here's the thing about the self-image too. You guys know what a golf ball looks like in the inside? You ever tore one of those openers? Seen it slit? No. So it's protected. What? You're missing out. You're missing out on the interior of the golf ball? What? So- <laughs> you haven't lived. You haven't lived in oh, You have not lived. Get home tonight and slice up in that golf ball. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're not going to know what I'm talking about right now. But inside, there's a little core, right? But it's protected by that hard sheath around it. So the self-image is like that. It's good and it's also a detriment. If if your self-image is not where it needs to be, then it's protected. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to dump out the coffee to put in the tea. But once you've made that committed decision and you are that new version of yourself, guess what? It's also protected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Until such time that you say, oh, I need to go to 100. I'm only at 90.
1: Is there a thought process that's like maybe the other way around that the actions, if you know the actions to take, then the thoughts will change? So that, like, that fake that's fake it a before great you make question. it.
2: Yeah. So that's a great question. In my observation and doing this doing in this work is it's a two-pronged approach because if the snapback effect is real, and it very much is, so Maxwell Maltz wrote a yeah. wonderful book, psycho cybernetics. And in that he talks about the action before the evolution of the image. And it just leads to that snapback. So like the salesperson would has an image of this is back in the day, of like 50 grand a year. And regardless of what territory you put that salesperson in, he came up to the same income no matter what. That's because of the image of the thermostat of the financial limit. So I think it's both. I think it's both. In order to have that long-lasting change, it needs to be the, the doing the work and the action. Doing the work and the actions. Now, you're really self-fulfilling this thing here. And that's where the change happens.
1: Yeah, because I talked to like so many agents that feel like they have maybe like imposter syndrome or something like that.
0: I was right? just going to bring that up. That's so interesting. That no, we're all connected. That. Wow, I was, so, yes, I was yes, say, it's real. pause it's,
2: that. So it's real. And here's the challenge of that though. This is the big challenge. Now we all experience this, right? We're going there, we're here, we're yeah. going there. But how do I say this? In order to be, you have to be. See, the creative process, I know, like, profound shit. Yeah. Right? So listen, this is the mind-ender here. It's be, do, have. That's the process of change. It's be, then do, then have. Because if you're being, you are doing, and then you're going to have. Most people start with the action, and they want to have. They'll say, well, when I'm there, I'll act more successful, or I'll act more no. confident when I'm arrived." No, mm-hmm, no, no. No, babe. So you're playing a perfectly good trick, on your subconscious mind and your self-image, by putting yourself mm-hmm. in that way. I mean, what is a way of being anyway? When I heard someone say on Clubhouse, like last year, she said, oh, I'm not a runner, but I'm training for a marathon. I thought, well, ass!" asked, well, how many times have you ran? Well, like a dozen. Okay, so at which point do you become a oh, runner? Yeah, runner. Mm-hmm. Right. At what point a runner. Right. That's <laughs> a runner to me. Yeah, it sounds like a runner. You put your shoes what? on, or how about a musician? Right? right? So right. you're doing the stuff that that person would do, and so you're stepping into that image and you're making a committed decision to let the old self go. You have to die by that old self. It sounds harsh, but it's what needs to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And There's so much attached in- to that though. Mm-hmm.
2: I know we got to let it go. We okay, go.
1: We need to take a break.
0: That's what we're going to do. And then when we come back, I want to tie it back to this idea of thoughts and results in this circle and all of yeah. this. So. Jen, take yes.
1: let us take a quick break. Hear word from our favorite partners. And when we return, we'll get the magic pill. What about partnering with us, Jen? Oh, yeah. We said if you would like to partner with us, we would like to partner with you too. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and we can help you get to where you want to go without giving up a single penny or paying us any commission. Call or text me today at 513-400-1691. And let's have a quick chat.
0: Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite Frances. She is my cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system from the interviewing process to find out what I need to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process. Very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step. And Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift. All right, do it. Make the call. See ya. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes. And people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com. G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there. Just T-R. Dot com, And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded, oh, yeah, I need to post. And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else. Well, you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're going to love it. Go sign up. Ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in there. All right, welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside of the ring. This Ooh, stuff, I love good. this stuff so much, but it makes my head want to explode because I feel like there are so many like tunnels to go down in each of these thoughts. Um, it makes me sure. want to rule the world. Yes, but it all circles around the idea of the power of your thoughts and this idea of these three concepts around self-concept. I love this self-ideal, self-image, and self-esteem. And so are those in fact thoughts, each of those, Kevin? Are those they're,
2: thoughts? They're consciousness, essentially. I mean, these are this is consciousness. So we're gonna need to get yourself, high for this. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so well, knowing this it is in fact a sort of a high. Because yeah. then you're living your best life. You're living that version of yourself that you're brought here to. But live.
1: what about everybody around us that we can't get rid of? Well, you can. Uh, why you're can
2: not I- gonna like. You're not gonna like this answer. <sighs> everyone around you is around you because we only attract to us that which we are in vibrational harmony with. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. There it is. Mic drop. See, I don't make this shit up. <laughs> it's harsh. When I've got some ordinary cousins around me, I can look at myself and say, why am I attracting ordinary people? Yeah. Right. So, no, these aren't like necessarily thoughts, but you remember the balance of your thoughts are going to drive your way you feel. Now the balance of, them, this is the, the part that people get hung up on is you don't have to, you don't have to like, oh my God, I'm thinking this thought, you know, like all that crap, like right. consciously thinking every single thought. But you have to be aware. Now, there's a body of work. The author is Abraham. I'm not going to get into who that is right now. But the way to see how what your thoughts are balanced upon or your vibrational balance is, is how you feel. How do you feel right now? If you're thinking a shitty thought, you're thinking negative thoughts, right? If you're, th- mm-hmm. you're feeling negative, that means that you have negative thoughts going on up here. So, but you have to be aware of your thoughts because you can't afford. I like to say it this way. We can't afford, I don't mean financially, but ultimately it ends up being financial. We can't afford to be negative for more than a splash in a pan, a quick second. Because if it's the the balance of of our feelings that attract people to us in good and bad, and Mm -hmm. also it drives our actions, then how long can we afford to be in that negative state? Mm -hmm. Like a second, you have to get right right back to neutral real fast.
1: Yeah.
0: Back to neutral. Kevin, there's a concept I want us to mention on this show because it, to me, was the single most important thing I've learned so far in thinking into results. And it's this concept of the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And I think most of us understand the difference between the two, generally speaking. But the fact that you gave, or that Bob Proctor gave, that has impacted my thinking the most is that. The primary difference between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind is that the subconscious mind does not have the ability to accept or reject. It only accepts, right? The conscious Mm -hmm. mind is where that rejection of those thoughts, right? You can't control your first thought, but you sure can't control your second thought. And so that's the space that we must control. Because if once it sinks down into the below the line, into the subconscious, there's You're not apt. a tool down there to get it out. That's
2: right. It's, this it's completely it's, important. It's me. highly subjective. So the ages of I, the, now this is no coincidence here. You just brought this up and in my hands, I have something because without seeing this, I was just going to show this next. So you yeah. have this here. So, so guys, what, you got to
0: go to the YouTube channel. You know, this is a podcast, Kevin. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. Right.
0: Well, so, we're on YouTube though. You so go to
1: YouTube.
2: the channel Stop and watch this yeah, you can see it. But like Monica said, so zero to seven years old, the ages of zero to seven, this has all been proven that our minds are basically wide open and highly subjective to our environment. So mm-hmm. that's where all this shit gets in there, by the way. So right. repetition of idea, mom and dad, you know what money doesn't grow on trees, you know, and you think that you're worthy of that, all this stuff that goes in, downloads because our conscious mind is not there kicking and rejecting that, some, that information out. But once it's locked in, the conscious mind comes along and says, Hey, I get to choose what I'm going to become emotionally involved, right? That's what Monica mm-hmm. was talking about, but the subconscious mind. So con- here's the deal. Like people say, yep, I read it. I read the book. They can grow rich here. Look at me. I'm so smart. <laughs> Did you, He's are holding you the book up to the top of his head. Yeah. Conscious yeah. So, are, But I'm holding it up here. Oh, that's right. You can't. <laughs> My point is: this is the thinking stuff. This is just the book knowledge. This has no impact in your subconscious programming. Zero, zero. You you're just sound smart. This has to somehow sink down into the subconscious mind. And I thought, brought it up earlier. It happens through emotion and repetition. Emotion and repetition. That's why in the program you're constantly repeating stuff. It's because it doesn't work unless you do the work, which means repetition of an idea over and over again. This is why the Bowling Hill said. He said, "The only known method by which we can induce faith, aka belief, the only known method. The only known method. I'm talking about like there's not a million methods. It's the only known method. And who told him that? Andrew Carnegie told him that. I'm going to listen to some advice from Andrew Carnegie. Aren't you? Right. Yes. yes okay. Yeah. Is through the process of auto suggestion. What is auto suggestion? It's repeated affirmation to one's self. Self suggestion. I am this. And it's the way I, I am, I am statement is in the present tense. It's not, I'm going to be. It already is happening.
1: Mm -hmm. It's already happening. It's not, I'm trying to be either. It's I freaking am this. I
0: am,
2: I am right now. That's, that's how this works. Because if you admit that it's in the future, you're not going to ever have the thing or you're never going to be the thing. it's, I Mm -hmm. am right now. So then what happens and you can't see the paper, but when you impress, what is impressed must be expressed. What that means is I'm impressing in my subconscious is in every cell of the body. This is not a part of the brain. It's subconscious. It keeps our heart beating. This is our tie to infinite intelligence, AKA God spirit, whatever you want to call the higher power, but it's also at a cellular level. So if I impress my subconscious mind with positive affirmations of power, of clarity, of confidence, of success, I'm tingling all over right now for a reason. I believe Mm -hmm. that there's something that goes on when we're talking about this stuff, your body is the expression of the impression, Mm -hmm. but it's impressed must be expressed. So I then begin to act. There's a volition here. Mm -hmm. I can't act outside of the programming, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -mm.
2: No, you can't act outside the program. So that's how this works. Thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings is subconscious, lead to actions, and then you get those results that you want.
0: And Jen, that is why thoughts, lead to results. There's but just you've no have got to have the action.
1: It's not just like, well, but, I thought about this, so I'm going to have it. You've got to have the right. action. But
0: that's a stop along the way, but the actions don't happen without the thoughts. So it is the thought, Yeah, but the results don't creating. happen
1: without the action.
2: It is. It's T-FAR. T-FAR. Yes, it is. Thoughts, T-far. feelings, actions, results. Thoughts, feelings, actions, results. And divorce. You got. You know, faith without works is death. So we must go out and move our bodies and have conversations and influence people to take action in their best direction and uplift people. This is the work. This is the work. We can't sit on our sofas and... Yeah. So "Mm." like
1: if you are an agent that isn't doing the business you want to do, you've got to go out and generate leads however you do that. Well...
2: Right. So here's the thing. This little example here.
1: This is a big example, Kevin. It's a huge
2: example. So listen though, let's say I'm going to do that. Okay, great. So I'm going to go generate leads. Well, if my thoughts are... If I've got stinking thinking here and I'm not really feeling all that confident Stank about myself. Stinking
1: thinking. Stinking thinking.
2: So this is why the rich get rich and the poor get poor because poor, they look at the present results, they stare right at them and then they become emotionally involved with those present results. Then they go out and take action based on that negative place. Then they're, they're feeling crummy, but then what comes out of their mouth? You don't want to yeah. like meet with me to list your home, do you?
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's all versus,
2: Hey, here's what others have done in your situation. Let's go ahead and meet. I don't mind. I'll be out there at six. It's all good. I got a plan. Let's go. Right. They they Pick up what you're throwing down. There's confidence in there, but they also are connecting with you vibrationally and you're attracting people to you that are in vibration harmony with you, what you want, what they want you have. And so then your results are really phenomenal. If you're in positive vibration and you observe those results and then it goes up like this, it spirals upward, but start from that negative thinking place you feel bad you act bad your results are shitty and it spirals
1: downward. Do you have a like a course coming up or is it cuz it sounds like it's live too but is it recorded too or how does that work?
2: Well, so yes, 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 all okay. of that yes. So, but I have I mean I'm currently facilitating in with the program and I bring entrepreneurs in at different levels. We get them indoctrinated into the material and we're moving along as a group. And the reason why there's power there, because then we're cross pollinating ideas and we're sharing and it's very, sure. it's just an open environment. And at the same time, I'm also creating the process of creating another coaching program that uh, it's my, kind of my life work. And we can talk about that later too, but yeah, the answer is yes. It, I do record a lot of the material. I put out videos on YouTube. If you want to check it out, go to, Find i and go to results,
1: Got uh, some great um, videos out there for sure. What's the YouTube channel?
2: YouTube is, no, you just put me on the spot there. Just look just YouTube Yoda results.
1: Yoda Are results. That's how we get in your world.
2: So you get my world. You got it. Yeah. Hey, Wait, and I want to say something this about me you. though. So what do you got?
0: I want to share some, a story with you about what happened to me on Friday at the uh, Vegas convention, we were getting ready to leave. And this ties into what we're talking about. Long story short, very long story short. I ended up, I had $34 on a voucher for the, the slot machines and we were leaving. I said, Sharon, we got to just get rid of this $34. So $16 in to it. I end up winning a jackpot of 11,600. Oh my
1: God.
0: 11,000. Well, first of all, one of my affirmations is money flows to me freely and frequently in and great abundance Christmas. It. I said it every year get for three it. years or four years, maybe, but anyway, So I come home. So they said, do you want cash or check? And we were leaving, had to go to the airport. And he said the check would take a little long. I'm like, give me the cash. So I'm walking around with- Stop it. Literally $11,625 in hundreds through the airports all day long. I was panicked and I come home and we're raising my nephew, Bronson. He lives with us. He's 15 now. And my mom who also lives with us had told him about the win. And so the next morning when I saw him, he said- I heard you want $11,000. <laughs> and I said, you want to see what that looks like in cash? And, and he said, yeah, let me see it. I pull it out and he's holding it flipping. I said, Hey buddy, do you think that's a lot of money? And he said, yeah, that's a lot of money. I said, is it? Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. I don't want him to think $11,000 is a lot of money. Cause I'm putting a cap on his thinking. And I think parents, we do this like, God, that's so expensive or You know, I'm just giving you $20 like it's nothing. This is my hard-earned money. Like We've got to be careful about how we're talking about things to those around us, right? I'm sure, Kevin, you're working on that with your kids too. But I realized I was so grateful for that opportunity to tell them, I'm very grateful for this money. And it sure was a big win. Mm -hmm. But it's not a lot of money to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's
2: not. Imagine that. That is awesome. By the way, congratulations, and also yeah. congratulations on sharing that
1: lesson. Good job. <laughs> we really, borrowed some money? Really,
2: yeah. I'm only saying that to me, so you send me some money. <laughs> really? That's awesome, and what a lesson. I mean, big, small, right? Like, is I'm it grateful? But I mean, yeah, it's all relative, too. You are grateful, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're grateful for having put yourself in in that vibrational place to attract. Because money comes from all sources, right? I mean, yeah, slot machine, that works too, right? Yeah, Honestly. yeah.
0: and I needed it for the part of this down payment on this house we just bought. So. <laughs> so it is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. You know what, it is. And I balanced that whole, like, I don't want to poo-poo it. It's a big win out of a freaking slot machine. Yeah. I don't want him to think that a stack of $11,000 is a giant mm. amount of money. It's right. Just, it just puts a so cap- it. Can't-
2: yeah, and akin to that, it's just imagine. So you had a big win, you're excited for, it, and you had a lesson you shared. But imagine getting to a place though where you would have that win, and you had zero response. In other words, it was, it was such 11, an expectation. You're like, "It's true. All right, let's go." Moving right along. Now, try to suggest that 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 wasn't. I mean, that was awesome. I did. That's just an elevated place where. you can Trust me. If I got the eleven thousand on that, I'm gonna say I mean i it's exciting stuff. It's fun. Yeah, and, uh, congrats. That's good. It's really yes, good. Well, thank you. All right.
0: What do you think? Jess, we could talk for six hours on this subject. No longer days, 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 but, weeks, months, I'm years. Not
2: going, I'm not going any, I'm not going. Anywhere. I mean,
0: Think and
1: Grow Rich is like the original business book. Every single business book that's written, you can trace it through. It's the Kevin Bacon of business <laughs> book. It's
0: six degrees of separation yeah. of can I quote you on that? That's really good. It's yes. the common of
1: business books. It is. It's Every amazing, single man. business... Thank you. Every <laughs> single business book relates... It yeah. is somehow related to this one. Agreed?
2: So, so true. I, I agree in just as important is that it may be spun differently, but it's they're all talking about the same... The same
1: thing. thing. Yeah.
2: There's the, it's the
1: same thing.
0: There's not Which a difference Which is awesome here. news because it's easy. Success, Success is easy. One concept. And that is the power of your thoughts because they control your results. Now you just have to do it. Are you holding a bullet, heaven?
2: <laughs> well, I'm not, but I'm glad you asked me what's in my hand. Did you ask me what's in my hand? You didn't ask yeah. me specifically, but I was going to share this with you earlier because we were talking about perceptions and, and, well, actually we're talking about awareness, but I'm looking at it this way. So this is how, if someone's looking at the world this way, it's a people. So
0: people. It's a peephole. Okay, he's okay. holding up a peephole for those of you yeah, that are still science. on the podcast. Right?
2: So imagine like looking through a peephole and thinking that that's the whole world. And so yeah. it kind of ties into your your environment, shapes, oh, reality. Oh,
0: gotcha.
1: Like, I thought so you I were threatening us.
2: No, I will I can <laughs> throw a bullet at you. That's like really too much. <laughs> I can virtually throw a bullet at you. That's really not gonna help. But here's the deal though. Science has proven that we only perceive 1% of reality. So we're really missing a lot. Wow. And so then the, the paradigm is, control our perceptions and so if we are looking at the world through this people we think that that's all there is to it but imagine then opening your front door to your house and realize there's yeah so much which and, also represents how much more we're capable of
0: and does meditation help us with opening the perception is that one of the concepts there that's also it. the ouija board
1: <laughs> oh so
2: that no it opens the door to all sorts of and gu- not and in gummies. this lesson and oh, that's a different lesson come back on october 31st we'll talk about thinking into spirits thinking into demons but yes i mean meditation is as we learned i don't know if you were in that session last week monica but they talked about from success.com uh, tony robbins son was actually on stage sharing how meditation is proven way to reset like just get back to neutral as quickly as possible but then start your day off in mm. that real real good place of Mm-hmm. Thoughts,
1: feelings, and actions. We man. should do a 75 hard meditation real estate fight club edition. Wow. Like Hello, instead of all yeah. that other crap, it's like yeah, just the physical med- stuff. It's your right? your yeah. mind resetting yeah. instead of your body, right? Like get your mind yeah. fit.
0: Gratitude, meditation, all that stuff. All this stuff. All right, guys. I'm going to have to say today, Ugh. it's going to have to be the end of this amazing so. conversation. And I I know we covered a lot of ground and hopefully you guys I took um, notes. Hopefully you took notes. Yeah, I took notes. I took notes. It was great. So appreciate you guys being here with us. If you think somebody in your world would appreciate this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Awesome. Jen, yep. a We've <laughs> only done 164 episodes. Kevin, <laughs> we really appreciate
1: you joining us. Thank yeah. you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for you having so
2: me. It's always a pleasure. This is my, as you probably can tell, even like more than talking about FISPOs. this is like what this is really, what love. this is, yeah, yeah this is Me it right here. Me
0: too, yeah. Kevin. This I is know. what I want to coach and train on. Well, I, mm. no, I just it's can't tough. teach another referral blueprint class. No, mm. I mean it. I mean, I love oh, this stuff. Listen, referral blueprint happens is by this? doing the work. You're going to yes. do that,
2: right? So this is the important stuff right here underneath all of it all right here. So hopefully, the listeners really took notes in. Yeah.
1: What is you know, the re- best... What is... I mean, is finding you just like on social media or going to that... Like you're everywhere on social media, Kevin Yoder. Or is there a best way to get in touch with you?
2: I would. I mean, so Yoder Results is my website, Yodaresults.com. And okay. there you can spin off. You can find me on YouTube. If you want to like watch some videos where I'm talking about these concepts of the self-image and, and breaking through fear and paradigms, you can go to YouTube and type in Yoder okay. Results. And okay. those two places are really good. Awesome. I mean, that's probably the best.
1: We cool. Always you. a pleasure. Best. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks, appreciate Monica. You. See you next time. Thanks, Jen. See you next time. Bye. Hey,
2: guys. Thank
0: you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.